Welcome to another episode of Civic Cipher. I am your host, Ramses Ja. He is Ramses Ja. I am Q Ward. You are tuned into Civic Cipher. Yes, sir. And uh, we got a lot for you to stick around for. Um, we had an interesting Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. Jr. And we realized that um, a lot of people really don't know the man that we to be fair had to had to come to know and study and this version of him that has been whitewashed and romanticized is in in some ways a far cry from the actual man that lived this guy was prolific and you know he's almost it's almost like he's reduced uh, every holiday to just his i have a dream speech and a couple of choice quotes that yeah, really they've, they've kind of put him in a category with santa claus right right and that's not really fair so we're going to take some time and really flesh out uh, a little bit more of dr king uh what he stood for and we're going to do that a little later in the show by reading his letter from a birmingham jail which is a a really profound letter um, we can't read it all but certainly want to share some parts of it with you and give you a little bit more depth on the man uh, that was Dr. King and all that he stood for also we're going to take some time and point out the hypocrisy uh, found most prominently in the GOP in this country when it comes to uh, Dr. King's holiday where the, again they take little bits and pieces of his life and kind of throw a quote up here and there for clout but they in no way stand for anything that dr king stood for so it's up to us to point that out and to teach what we know but first and foremost we're going to start off on a high as we do with some ebony excellence cue shall we we shall this week's ebony excellence is sponsored by hip-hop weekly media and brought to you uh or this the source material rather is npr Dot org. Shout out to NPR. I'm always going to love those guys. Anyway, um, we are going to pay particular attention to Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Um, this is our example of Ebony Excellence this week because the movie, not only did it do well in the box office, but it's done well critically. And uh, it actually earned 12 NAACP Image Awards uh, nominations. Um, with the woman king and abbott elementary also uh earning top nominations um but the sequel uh which is where the marvel film uh, delved into the concept of wakanda's grief in the wake of the death of t'challa a character played by chadwick boseman who died in 2020 um went on to create so much of a cultural impact and so much of a cultural moment um obviously bringing stars like angela bassett to the forefront um as well as uh you know many other people that worked on the film like behind the scenes and then of course we um can't say enough about the director ryan coogler um but the fact is is that you know in all all the nominees uh have conveyed a wide range of authentic stories and diverse experiences that have resonated with many in the black community. Um, and this comes from Derek Johnson, the president and CEO of the NAACP. And he says, we're proud to recognize their outstanding achievements and performances. Um, but, you know, leading the way, of course, uh, Wakanda Forever 
uh, Black Panther with 12 NAACP Image Awards is just a remarkable feat and definitely ebony excellence. Now, hopefully they get a bunch of wins. That's what we're hoping. Now, how did you spend your uh, MLK holiday, Q? At work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I happen to know that you didn't just work. <laughs> Unfortunately, you did have to work. I get that. But we also had to um, work in this space as we do and kind of share a little bit more stories and give a little bit more insight. And I don't we were, think we can call what we did after work work. Not this time. Well, it was it was kind of in the same spirit as work, but that was a little bit more fun. Admittedly, we got a chance to sit down and interview with a, with a good friend of ours. Um, but we definitely did fellowship in the name of Dr. King. And, and for that reason on that day, um, but also one of the things that we did, you know, with the time off, you know, whatever you get a chance to kind of check in with social media, you get a chance to tap in with people you haven't heard from in a while. And of course, you know, with Q and I working in this space, you know, folks think of us, you know, being in the space where we're trying to kind of create a, a a more equitable world along racial lines. And, uh, you know, for some of our friends and people that we're connected with, we're top of mind. And so things get sent our way. Um, I want to take a moment and shout out an Instagram handle, live, love, sorry, live, love, liberate. Uh, she's a good friend of, of mine and a good friend of the show. And she managed to compile a bunch of stuff that really illustrates the delusion that has found its way in recent years to right-wing social media platforms, um, certainly right-wing political platforms, um, and in no way represent the reality of what Dr. King stood for. And it feels a little bit insulting that they would take Dr. King's words, stand on them, at least in a digital space, saying that this was a great man and these things that he said were so profound and we're, we're glad that the country has reached this level and so forth and so on. And then the other 364 days of the year actively work against what not not only what he would wrote in his letters and his gave in his sermons, but even in the I have a dream speech, which is in and of itself picked apart um, and used oftentimes out of context by these folks. And it's up to us to kind of set the record straight. You know, the hypocrisy we we we. Do blatant, I blatant? Thank you. Hypocrisy. We point out a lot of hypocrisy and in all, you know, political arenas, but not enough can be said about the extreme hypocrisy that we find in, you know, conservative circles. It's, it's the strangest thing. It's, there's so, it's like, it's like watching crazy people, but there's so many crazy people sharing that delusion that you can't convince them that they're crazy right but i will read to you exactly what made its way to us um and we'll discuss and you can see you know and decide for yourself if in fact this is crazy this is a delusion so let's start um one of the things and this was just a, a meme that was sent along that i thought was 
kind of important uh, for us, you know, getting into this subject matter right now. The meme was a, a child holding a poster and the poster says, stop using MLK as an example of a peaceful protest. You shot him too. Hmm. That's heavy, right? Hmm. Yeah, right. There's, this, there's, there's nothing you can do that's good enough, right? And and we're going to get a little bit more into that uh, when we get into the um, letter from a Birmingham ham jail for our, our way black history fact. Um, but yeah, you know, Dr. King was certainly one of those people that had to push back against folks, you know, of, of the cloth, you know, um, ministers and pastors and preachers pushing back on him, telling him that he, he should not protest in a nonviolent way. Right. Um, and bear in mind that his approval rating again was 20% when he was alive. 20%. Now everybody looks back and says, oh, Dr. King, you know. But when he was alive, 80% of the people disapproved of him, his methods, what he stood for, his face, whatever. You know, people just didn't like him. And that's something that this country loves to forget. I don't forget that. Though. All right. First up, Rand Paul. Okay. So Rand Paul is, uh, you know, again, uh, conservative politician Rand Paul quoting Dr. King on anything is laughable. Isn't that crazy? So, uh, here's a, uh, it looks like a tweet from Rand Paul. It says, as we honor MLK today, may his courage inspire us to redouble our commitment to working together for change. Let's commemorate the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. By uniting the two Americas into one. An America that includes just dot, dot, dot. Okay, so this is, you know, the tweet. You get the idea, they get the gist of it. And then um, in the screen cap that was sent to me, there's an article, and the, the headline says, How Rand Paul Blocked the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Bill While the Nation Mourned George Floyd. So this man, talking about commemorating the life of Dr. King, uniting the two Americas and so forth and so on, it it feels like, you know, what it takes to unite the two Americas is to recognize that the two Americas have different views, have different concerns and different realities, right? This is something that I'm sure every politician can understand. But when you fail to account for one of those facets, one of those elements, Habs. Um, it seems less like I want to work together and more like I want to seize more power and subject you to uh, my reality. Who in and the I, world? And I need you to be okay with that. Right. Thank you. Who in the world would block the Emmett Till anti lynching bill while the nation was mourning George Floyd? I, I mean, we don't even need the second part. Who would block an anti lynching bill, period? See, it's, it's these things that feel so hurtful. And it's like everybody's just ignores this and keeps voting for these guys. And that's I don't, what, I don't I, go ahead. I think you are providing too much grace. Yeah, go ahead. Because I do not think that all the people that Ignore vote for it. this man are ignoring that. Yeah, I that's think what some they want. of them, that's why they're voting. For sure. Them. I'll give you that. But so if that is true then why pull a quote 
and post it on your social media, Rand Paul. Because even racist, bigoted, despicable people don't want you to think that of them. Isn't that crazy? Racist people don't even like being called racist while doing racist things. Mm -hmm. Hey, when you're right, you're right, man. But you know, the, the, the craziest part about this is that it, it, it feels like there's, there, it, like to a person like me, why would you quote Dr. King? Why don't, why not quote, you know, Robert E. Lee, you know, or one of your like real heroes, you know, people that would also be opposed to the Emmett Till anti-lynching bill, right? Since this, you, you know, your voting record shows me where your values are. Why not, you know, quote a person like that? Why even celebrate Dr. King's day? And it feels like they want to get some of that Dr. King clout now that they've whitewashed the legacy, they want to cash in on it. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think that what you're saying is absolutely right. Just adding a couple of layers or a little bit more seasoning to it. But yeah, man, this is, this is the strangest thing. I've never seen anything like it. Um, all right, let's go on. Uh, Ron DeSantis. Here's another name. Uh, he's the guy from. Is that governor? Florida. Ron DeSantis? Uh, indeed, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. So, um, suffice it to say, he just, you know, copied a, you know, a meme or a screen, you know, a, a photo of Dr. King standing next to a cutout of his I have a dream speech, right? The text, right? And then above the photo, he put happy MLK day with an exclamation point. Um, and, the, you know, the cutout is the, you know, I have a dream that one day um every valley shall be exalted every hill and every mountain shall etc blah 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 right and the person that grabbed this entire uh screen grab and sent it over to me um responded to ron DeSantis saying pretty close to that horrible crt like that that's that's black history right there you sure that's what you want to do? And and for those that don't know, this guy, Ron DeSantis, has been perhaps the biggest and most vocal opponent of CRT or, in fact, American history, um, teaching American history in schools, right? Uh, based off of nothing, based off of some imaginary boogeyman, kids are going to be sad and not, you know, love the country and feel bad about themselves or whatever. Um, which, in my estimation, is complete and utter nonsense. Um, it it feels very unfair, and it feels like another whitewashing of history. Um, and it's dangerous, but it's particularly hurtful when this person who does not want us as a country to look back, certainly doesn't want our children to look back, um, will readily pull from black history when it keeps him slightly, I mean, in terms of the optics, mm -hmm. looking slightly less racist than he absolutely is. Absolutely is, right? And again, these are things that you need to know. Not everybody that, you know, quotes the Bible is, uh, you know, going to heaven. You know, I'm sure there's some or, sort of anecdote. Or even a believer. Sure, what sure. Quoting. There's some sort of anecdote that I've heard growing up. I, I come from a mm -hmm. Christian tradition in my house. And so mm -hmm. there's these little things that we pass around back and forth. But, um, you know, the same seems to be true here with the uh, 
in the political arena with respect to Dr. King. Um, here's a funny one. The actual at GOP social media handle, which is, I'm assuming, the handle for the entirety of the political party known as Republicans in this country. Um, they're just they just put a post that says happy Martin Luther King Day. And this is just sort of funny because uh, the person also responded with a clip clippy the clip art. And it says, hi, it looks like you're quoting Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. to try to hide the fact that you give comfort to racist. Would you like some help logging out forever? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, man, it's crazy. But, um, you know, that one doesn't have as much, you know, teeth in it, in, a, in it from a journalistic standpoint, but it's just sort of something that's a little bit funny. Um, let's go to Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Um, has has a post that um, and we know we realized this was from last weekend but we had to talk about this because if we don't point out this these hypocrisies then you may associate these backwards political leaders on the right with an actual american hero who probably would be more left than everybody that even i know and i'm way over there on the left man um but you know ted cruz he uh put a post that says today we honor the life and legacy of dr martin luther king jr pretty standard and then there's like a photo of dr king and you know everything like that and then uh there's a picture of him uh interrogating or interviewing whatever you want to call it uh judge katanji brown jackson and he's holding up uh, the uh, the children's book. You remember that scene on the floor where the children's book was like basically an, an educational book for children about race um, and so forth. And so again, Dr. King was certainly about educating, certainly about togetherness, fellowship, so forth. We need to understand each other. We need to um, <clears throat> support each other, help each other. And then Ted Cruz almost everything that he's done in this space has been um if if Dr. King were still alive uh, Ted Cruz would based on his track record would stand in opposition to almost everything Dr. Well, King stood almost for almost everything and so again just pulling a little bit of political they they reworked the image of Dr. King because he wasn't Malcolm X they reworked him made him a little bit more you know friendly like you said made him into basically santa claus and then took him for themselves and it feels like wait wait you know and we've seen this happen with music with rock and roll with you know we've seen it happen time and again with our, all bits and pieces of our culture it's taken from us it's whitewashed and repackaged you know for a white audience um but to see this happen with dr king someone who in many ways is a moral guidepost for not just black people but for this entire country um, to have his legacy and his story be co-opted, his words be co-opted and used in these circles where the source of the hatred that we're dealing with, the source of the the conflicts, I mean, we can't figure this gun stuff out. We can't figure none of this stuff out. And often enough, it's those people on that side of the aisle that are standing in the way. And as you mentioned, Q, very intentionally, very intentionally, it's not, it's out not, loud, I'm not mistaken, hiding yeah. it. They wide open. And then all of a sudden, Dr. King's you know holiday comes around. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, kumbaya. And then the, the day after they get right back to it. All right, let me let me continue. 
Here's another name you know. Uh, Mitch McConnell uh, says, Today we honor an American hero, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. His dream of equal justice and abundant opportunity inspired our nation to make historic progress and continue to make us better to this day. And this quote was superimposed. Are people serious? This this quote that he that this tweet rather from Mitch McConnell is packaged as it was sent to me was packaged with a photo of Mitch McConnell uh, receiving an award standing in front of a gigantic uh, Confederate flag and and he's old as dirt so he's basically the same age as he is now so clearly this person wants the image of Dr King but Dr King was really about you know, togetherness and Mitch McConnell just used his words, but, you know, standing in front of that flag, you'd, you'd be hard pressed to make a case that that's what you're really on. It's like they've gone out of their way to make Dr. King benign. Yeah. Toothless. Mm-hmm. Soft, a word that you often use to remind people that you aren't. So ain't. <laughs> they want him to be perceived that way. So it's not just whitewashing, but making him harmless right in 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 many ways it can't be perceived that he was at one point opposed to and by the government oh yeah right so now that his approval rating is 100 and the 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 most romanticized parts of the dream speech because the i have a dream speech in and of itself is not even all kumbaya but packaged yeah. that way very intentionally to take out this really, really sweet, really, really warm part, make it very, very hallmark, make him very, very animated, make him very, very much a character. Mm-hmm. Right. And like I said, a benign, harmless, toothless, warm, soft character. When he was at his core, the opposite of all of that mm-hmm. and more selflessly for us, probably than anyone ever. Yeah, how about that? Like his 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 rap sheet with regards to the causes that helped us long and impenetrable. Yeah. That that part of his legacy cannot be tarnished or questioned for real willing to sacrifice it all as he ultimately did for all of us and not just skin folk. Yeah, yeah. And 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 this is another thing that we need to share with you. Um, you know, for those that don't know, when Dr. King was assassinated, it was because he had gone to Tennessee to work with um poor people. You know, he was trying to get, you know, workers' rights, labor rights, you know, fair compensation, etc. Issues that we're still dealing with in this country today. Issues that, you know, the Republican Party would stand opposed to as they have have done for the past couple of years. Um, And, you know, once he turned that corner, you know, once it wasn't about, hey, can we use the same bathroom or drink from the same water fountain or sit at the same lunch counter? Once it was like, once it was like, hey, you're coming after, you know, our war, coming after, you know, our money or, you know, creating uh, cohesion between poor people and poor whites and poor blacks, you know, then it became, okay, well, this is, this guy has got too much power. Once his approval rating started to tick upward because he's now reaching into new communities and identifying commonalities, 
then it becomes more problematic. So, you know, this list goes on, Lauren Bobert and whoever else the rest of these people are, um, more of the same. I'll spare you the details, but I do want to leave you with this. Um, here's a tweet from Bernice King, which is um, Dr. King's daughter. She says, if you're going to quote and authentically honor my father on MLK Day, commit to embracing a world house perspective. Determine how you'll disrupt unjust systems and thinking with nonviolent strategy, which that was Dr. King. That was what he was about, nonviolence. And that's what they took. They, they preferred him to, to Stokely and to, you know, uh, uh, Malcolm, Malcolm and James Baldwin, everyone else. Dr. King was a minister and, you know, anyway, I'll continue. Um, support policies that reflect higher consciousness and make no excuses for hate. So this comes directly from his daughter. This is what you need to do on Dr. King's birthday. And unfortunately, we have not seen that from our conservative branch.